And we are on, it is the Tales of a First Time Dad, episode number 10. And as you can see by the title, we are talking about how your newborns just grow up so, so fast. And they're suddenly not a newborn anymore by the blink of your eyes. But before we get into the podcast, um, I just want to apologise that I haven't had an episode out for two weeks, I think it is. Um, I've just been so busy and I was meant to go on a stag do this weekend, which got cancelled, but... Because I thought I was going on that, the days I was off work, I didn't just want to remove myself from Leo and Soph to come and sit and record the podcast when I literally only had like one day off with them prior to potentially going on the stag. Uh, and then last week I was just busy and Liverpool was in a cup final. So I was sort of caught up in the excitement of, of that and my son having his first cup final and putting him in the kit and stuff like that. I just got caught up in, in all that moment and the excitement of that really. So I just completely forgot to, to record one. Um and I was gonna release one on Monday and then obviously I was made up the build won the um won the cup so I wasn't in any any state to do that on Monday. And then um I've just been in work and that so I do apologise. Uh, I suppose that having a few weeks away is I've got well, 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 well more things to talk about about Leo as well, which is which helps. Um, because when you're doing them weekly, you're trying to think of like what he's done in the past week that people would be interested in listening to. Um, so today's episode probably will be a bit longer than the last two, which have been like fifty minutes long, uh, just because we've got more weeks to cover and stuff. But yeah, that is why we have been missing. Um, if there ever isn't an episode, then. I'm more often than not will post it on my Instagram because I have had a few messages and I didn't post it because I've just been so busy uh, asking where the podcast was and stuff. So going forward, I will post more on the Instagram. So do make sure you go and follow that, which is Tales of a First Time Dad. Um, and same with TikTok and stuff. And I'll I'll post if there's ever a missing episode on there going forward. Um, there shouldn't be, to be honest, unless like I'm away or things like that. There shouldn't really be missed a missed episode, so it's just more. If Liverpool are in a cup final, just expect me to not post the podcast because getting caught up in the excitement of that, like watching the match with your son and stuff, is it it's it's just quite overwhelming, really. Um, so yeah, I've been being caught up in the moment of that. So we had a good weekend though. Um, I did I did actually have a ticket, which is is mad that I chose to not go, bro. I give it to me brother. Um, just so I could watch Leo's first cup final with them, which to people who don't care about football, it's probably not. But to me, it's absolutely everything because I, I still remember watching cup finals as a kid with my dad and then being able to do that with my son. Now I know, I know he's not going to remember it when he's only like three months old, but still for me, being able to watch a cup final with my son and I went and watched it with my dad. So it was like being able to watch the final with my son and my, and my son's granddad and my dad, it was... It was just, it was really nice, like really, really nice, and I really, really enjoyed it. So that's why um, we didn't do a podcast, because I was just in the moment of, of that last week. So, yeah, but don't forget to follow all the socials and stuff, because um, that's where you'll get all the updates. But I do thank you all for your patience of waiting two weeks. Um, I know we have got a really good, solid listener base around the world now on the podcast, and we have people who tune into every single episode, every single week. And it's like a good little community growing and I'm sorry that I wasn't doing a podcast and I do thank you for coming back and listening to the podcast. It does mean, mean everything to me. So without further ado, we'll, we'll start off with his, um, his second lot of needles. He, Leo had them two weeks ago 
and he was absolutely fine to be honest with you. I think the first lot had probably I'm only I've, when I leave, only had two lots of needles, so I can only base it off where I'm up to in his life. But I would say they weren't as bad for Leo as the first lot. I think the first lot because it's the first time like he's felt real pain of like a needle going into his skin and stuff. I think that's why he was he cried so much and and like it hurt to see him in in that way really. But this time when when he the needle went in to to give the needle. He sort of like had a little moan, but then was just silent when it went in. And the next leg, he didn't even make a noise. There was no crying out of him. Um, we didn't have to go and stand in front of the mirror so we could admire how gorgeous he is <laughs> um, or anything like that. So he was completely and utterly fine, to be honest, which was good, really good. Um, and we got told as well that in the second lot of needles, not so, so obviously in the first lot, you get told when you get home to give Calpol immediately. And then after four hours if they've still got if they've got a temperature to give a second dose after four hours if they've still got a temperature then you can give a third and final dose but Leo didn't need that third dose he had two doses of Calpol um, with his first lot of needles with the second lot of needles I did people say to me like they were well worse and, and things like that the baby was so much sicker but Leo was completely fine and he did and the nurse said to us like when you go home you don't need to give Calpol only give Calpol if they develop a temperature so we went home Leo didn't develop any form of temperature. He was completely fine, still himself. Because the last ones, he wasn't himself for a few days. And these ones, he, he was completely fine, really. Um, didn't have to have any cowpaw at all. Like, a day, even days after the needles, he never, ever developed a temperature. He was weeing and pooing as normal. Um, and I think with the first lot, he went a lot a lot more runnier and stuff. Um, but with the second lot, they, they were just normal. And he was completely fine throughout the whole process, really. Like, he was fine getting the needles. He was fine when he got home. He was fine the days after it. And just, just himself. Like, we, you wouldn't have even known that he had had his, his second dose of needles. Well, like, my mum seen him, and I hadn't even mentioned it. And she said to me, has he had a second lot of needles yet? A few days later. And I was like, yeah, yeah, he had them last week. She was like, oh, he was fine when, when we seen him on the weekend. So it, it just shows, like, even... But when he had his first needles, people noticed that he was a bit more grumpy, a bit more like down in the dumps, basically. Um, but this time he was completely fine. It's like not on, not on the bother them. So I personally don't think the second lot of needles are as bad as the first. But I do know that people have had more problems with the second lot than the first lot with their babies. Well, for Leo, on my personal experience, the first lot, he, he was, you, you could see it, it did take it out of him. Um, and he was a lot more unsettled in the doctors, but the second lot, he was he was completely fine. Um, he did develop a slight little cough about seven days after, about a week later. He did develop this slight little cough, um, and he we just obviously because he's three months old, we was able to give him cough medicine now. Um, which we couldn't when he had a cough when he was first born. And we had to just ride it out, but we was able to give him Benelon this time round. And that really helped, to be honest. He had one dose of Benelon and the cough decreased massively. Um, I'm not saying it's like some miracle cough formula, but it worked really well for Leo. Um, the only downside is it says like no sugar in it. And I'm not sure if Calpol and, and stuff like that has sugar in. But I know in the first lot of needles, like the doctor said, like, it, it tastes quite sweety, so they like it with their um 
I can't even remember. They used to have three jabs and one goes in the mouth like Holy Halicha with, I don't know the name. And he liked that one and he liked Cowpaw as well. So the, the only thing I would say is with the Benelin, he didn't really like it and was pulling a face when he had it. Um, so maybe Cowpaw and that has sugar in it and Benelin doesn't. Or if they all don't have sugar in maybe it just tastes nice because who doesn't love Cowpaw as a kid? Um, but yeah, we got a cough about a week later and it was bad one night. And then the next day we went and got the cough medicine in the morning and give it to him. And then throughout the whole of that day, he didn't really cough. And then that night, he, he didn't really cough. His chest was just a little bit wheezy. But so we put some of the vapor rub on his chest and he's just he was fine. He, he didn't even let it bother him. Like he was still himself. Um, it was just literally when he slept one night, he was really coughy. And then the next night, he was quite chesty. And we just used the vapor rub and he, he was completely fine with that as well. So... The second lot of needles haven't really been that bad, to be honest. Um, and Leo's been absolutely brilliant with them. Like I said, just a little cough. But now, because he is three months, it's a lot easier to help him with with said cough and stuff because you, there is medicine now available because he's he's reached that three month mark. Um, but I'm telling you, I won't be I won't be sad to see the back of the needles because you get so so like apprehensive and nervous and worried in the days leading up to them going to get the needles, the day of the needles, you're just a little bit like, oh, I don't want, I don't want to see them so in, in pain and upset and stuff. But after the experience we've had on the second lot, I think I'll be more at ease for his last lot of needles that he'll get in two weeks. Um, But wow, we'll just, I, I, I don't know. I feel like no matter what, I, I'm going to worry. Um, But I can't wait that in two weeks he'll have his last lot of needles because he'll be, four months old um and that's it till he's one then and then that then gives us like eight months to look into the other vaccines um because obviously you hear good and bad about the especially the mmr one uh, i'm not gonna get all political on the podcast but you hear good and bad so just not making the right decision really i, I mean i had it and i'm fine so far didn't she's fine all my mates and all their mates and and things like that. Everyone you meet has, has probably had the MMR job, so it's just one of them. We, it's, we're probably going to get it, uh, but it does give us that little bit more time, just do a little bit more research into that. Because um, obviously the first lot, lot of vaccines, you just know are so important, but once they become one, then you're like, well, what, you, that's when you do start looking at, at them more, and that's not me by any means saying I'm an anti-vaxxer. I've always had all my vaccines, but... It's just making sure that you make the right decision always for me. And that's what I'm I'm looking forward to not having to worry about vaccines and the baby being sick for at least like what ten eight months, is it? Yeah, until he's one. So I can't wait. I can't wait to just not have to worry about it. Um they aren't nice, to be honest. So if you are an expectant father or you've just had a baby and you haven't had the vaccines yet. Just be just prepare yourself really. They're not nice. They're not nice to see your baby cry in pain because you know it's a genuine pain cry. So it's so different to the cry you hear for food and the cry you hear when they've got wind. It's like a more of a piercing scream. And it's not very nice. Um but yeah, just it's obviously the right thing to do is get all your vaccinations. So it's just not nice to go through it. Um but I would urge everyone just to look a look into what you are giving your baby just so you know yourself like if you ever go if you're ever abroad or anything and they ask what vaccinations they had you should be able to know what they have had 
Like, I don't have a clue what I've had in my life as a child, but my mum would know. And I would take as a phone call to her to find out. And I think that's the most important thing as a parent to ensure you know everything that they have had in into the body and stuff. So always do your research is, is what I would, would say, but definitely um, get your vaccines. It's good, for, it's good for kids. But yeah, you do then have an eight-month gap to, to think about the, the MMR and stuff, which is probably the only one with real good and bad um, stories about it. So that gives you more time to look into that one. But moving on, we'll touch on baby sensory because in the last episode we mentioned that Leo was going to be graduating um, the week after that release, so two weeks ago, and he did graduate and he absolutely hated it. <laughs> um, it's funny though, just because they put doing like little cap and gowns and stuff for for the last sensory of that um, class he was in because that was like birth to three months and now he's on the three to six month class. So he's like following the program. You can just do birth to to one and just do the same sensory type activities every single week but we wanted to follow the program because we feel like he had learned more following a program that has been so fantastic over the years to people and won awards and i'm sure the person behind it i think her name's lynn day and like she's like really well known for like early years developments and stuff so we wanted to follow the program so he did graduate. He was fine in the lesson, to be fair. Like, I say lesson. It's not really a lesson. It's just sensory. And he was completely fine throughout it, um, so said. But it was when he when he got the the graduation cap and gown on, he, he sort of got a bit upset and just screamed. And I, I, it might just be he didn't like something on his head. He might, it might just be that he didn't like that he had the cap and gown obviously over his clothes, so it was like an extra layer. Could have been a million and one things, really, but he did just... Um, cry so his pictures we've got of him in his cap and gown he's not his usual happy and smiley Leo he's pulling like this face like he's about to scream and then the rest of the pictures of him screaming so um I can't wait to show him that though when he's when he's older and be like this was you and your first ever graduation Leo three months old screaming the whole room down you know so said he was the only bad baby as well like screaming everyone else was loving it and like really took to like this cap and gown was all like smiley and Leo was there screaming so um yeah I, I think i might go to the next little graduation thing purely because i want to i want to see what he's like i mean they do he will have a proper when he leaves sensory i think that's around 12 months when he would then go into the toddler sense i think it's both called toddler sense Um, that's when he'd then go into that but in his actual baby sense i think it's 12 months i definitely will go to the last one of them to be fair Um, but I, I might try and go to this next graduation as well just to see what he's like but yeah, he's he's in the next class. Um, we did expect a lot more people from the class from birth to three months to be in his class, but the no the three to six month class runs like four days a week, where the birth to three months only runs like two times a week. I think might be wrong, might be two or three, but not many. Um, so obviously there's more options available when you do switch to the next class. So I feel like a lot of the people from his baby like to three months class was as probably just went on different days there's one or two people who were still in his class who he was with from the, the first term thing and which is nice because obviously it, it's familiar faces for Soph to see and and get to know as well and it, it's familiar faces for Leo if he's seeing like the same the same babies every single week so it is nice that there is a few of them who are still together um but this new term sounds dead fun for him to be fair. Soph was telling me that they've got like World Book Day. I think that might be 
this coming Friday that they've got World Book Day, um, and he's going to dress up as Woody because obviously Toy Story is the best film ever made. Um, it's my film, favorite film. He's got to infinity and beyond on his bedroom wall, like a wooden, um, like laser cut shapes, um, wrote on his wall by, by where he gets changed and stuff. And it's just my favorite film ever. I love Toy Story and. I can't wait to watch it with Leo and understand it. He loves watching it now because of obviously all the colours, but yeah, he's he's going dressed as Woody. Um, we just need to try and find him a little cowboy ass. But we'll see how that goes because the last time he had something on his head was the <laughs> the um, graduation cap and gown, and he hated it. So so wants to find him a little um a little cowboy app. But we had this Toy Story baby girl anyway, like so it was just easy for us to say right, okay, for that book that you can go as go as Woody because obviously he's got. Was some Woody I am um, baby grows because it's me and he was always kind of after them. I think I bought him a like a um, Buzz Lightyear vest before he was even thought of like two years ago when we was in Disneyland. Me and Sofa said so. I'm gonna get that because when we eventually have kids, they can wear that baby one. We would have bought it years before, and I can't wait for him to wear it. But it's Woody one. I don't know when we bought it, but he's got a Woody baby girl in the drawer, so he's going dressed as Woody, um, to his little sensory well book day day but this term does i've i feel like the first birth of three months because they're so young and they aren't really aware they can't really see far obviously the vision develops over the months i, I feel like that that first class is well the one i went to and, and things so spoke about it it's not like things you're like oh my god that sounds so much fun for them uh, it's just more about getting to grips with the, the senses i suppose where in this term, it, like obviously he'll be in this now for three months and he didn't start the last one until he was about, I think he was about one and a half months because um, he literally done the, the six-week term and then was at the three-month stage where some people do go from like a few days old so that they do it like twice sort of thing. But Rio, obviously we didn't take him because Soph was still recovering herself um, and we had so much mess and like and complications and issues that people were saying were issues were in issues in this first few weeks of life if you want to hear about them go back to episode one and two and three and stuff like we do speak about everything that's happening there but he's going to be on this he'll probably do this twice so because you're on it three to six months the idea is that yeah obviously you're paying six week blocks but the term won't finish until he's at six months so it's not like he'll have two graduations do you know what i mean so uh, and it's not like a, it's not like it's repeating either so it's not like the stuff he does now he'll do again in in, in five weeks when like you rebook that block it's like a three-month term um so but there's loads coming up he's, he's doing like some water activity and they've been getting a lot of the lasers out and uh, like the flashing lights and stuff they have a rave at the end of the class um I think they do paint in a few weeks. There's loads of stuff coming up. Soph said to me, we need like older outfits for him for a few of these sensory classes because like he's doing like water-based stuff and paint stuff and that. So it just it does sound dead fun for him to be fair. And obviously getting to like you you forget like simple things like he's never touched paint before with his hands. He's never been in water till he went swimming. Things like that. So it's good for them to learn that i suppose but i'm really excited for his painting one to see how he how he does um and that and for him to come home covered in paint and and so to have a meltdown that'd be quite funny because it i'm, I'm just so laid back and so be like, oh my god he's going everywhere and it's it's be funny but leo's still loving it he absolutely loves sensory um 
when he goes, he, he he's just so alert in there. He's so happy, dancing around, looking around, and just always smiling. I think the teacher commented the other day to Soph about two, I think not the session just gone, the session before, so two sessions ago, that he was just sat there dead happy and smiling. She was like, isn't his smile boss and stuff? So he is just dead happy in there. He absolutely loves it. The minute Soph gets there, he starts like kicking his arms and legs because he knows where he is and he's dead excited to be there. And it's it's just nice. It, it gives him something that he can look forward to every week at such a young age. So obviously he doesn't know, right, oh, Thursdays, I'm, I'm going to my sensory class. He does not that pretty advanced. But once he's there and he, he knows the, like, the surroundings and the noise, I suppose he's he's dead happy, which is his boss to see. And it just makes me smile knowing that it was definitely worth him. And I'd sing it from... From the from the hilltops really i'd recommend everyone do go to a, a sensory class ours is within the baby sensory brand which i mentioned before like i think it's dr linday who's the one behind it and it's won various awards and it's very very good but it's not in every area so if, if you listen to this and you you don't have it in your area i definitely recommend there'll be something out there they're so popular nowadays baby sensory classes i'd 100 percent recommend like going to them and getting involved in them because I've said it loads, it's so good for Soph to be around like another adult really because obviously the men go, that go to work and stuff when they're on maternity leave and the, the woman's left at home with no form of conversation like in person unless people come to visit. So it, it's good for, for the women, it's very good for Soph, she loves it, the baby loves it. So I, I'd recommend it to everyone to, to do sensory classes even if they aren't in your area for the brand that we use, they all seem pretty similar. So... I definitely, definitely recommend looking in your area if there is sensory classes and and attending them. Really, I think I think they're fantastic, and you do learn some boss stuff there. Like so, learn massages for Leo that we use on them all the time, and she learned that in the sensory. So you're not gonna learn it anywhere else. I suppose you could watch a YouTube video, but you learn off someone who's trained to teach it. So it's it's worth it because you know that it works if if some programs saying to you like listen we know this works and then the baby loves it when you do it it's just good to do it at home and then that as well and you do learn loads of stuff there that you can take home and, and for, for, for like fill up the baby's days like we we know how to use like how to get his attention with things like teddies and, and rattles and that more so now than we did before going to sensory because they're showing you what gets the baby to interact and then you can put that into practice so you can do it more at home um, and it, it's so good, honestly, I'd recommend it to everyone, so do go and check out Baby Sensories. Um, moving on to swimming, he's doing so well, he really is doing so, so well in the swimming. It's boss being able to, to see him in the pool and loving it. The past few weeks, he, he has what needed his dummy towards the end, but it, for Leo, his dummy is a little bit of like a comforter, so he, he just sucks on it, and, and he's happy to do that, and... and me and Soph really didn't want that, but it, it it makes him happy. So like, why would I not give him it sort of thing? Um, we really didn't want him to to take to a dummy, to be honest. But it's just one of the things that it makes him feel safe. So he, he's been using that in the swimming, which is nice. To, to be fair, the swimming people have to like, yeah, yeah, like we can, he can have that and definitely, and just makes makes him feel better and he, he's more involved in the rest than that. To be fair, once he's got it, so like he's been grabbing things now in the water, um getting involved with 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 all the sessions like, and i like the fact that on every session you spend a good few minutes putting the baby on the side and twisting them into the water so it's sort of like 
brain images. So it's like it's like it's like it's like it's saved into his brain every time he's in the war. So he twists in. So it's like safe entry. So as if you because you're gonna keep doing that throughout the whole like swimming journey. As he grows up, he's gonna know to sit on the side and twist himself into the water for a safe entry, no matter what, in a swimming pool, which I think's really good that he started so young and it's like imprinted into the brains as as they get older that right water means this. And I think that's fantastic and it's something that I really do enjoy doing with him in the swimming and seeing him do when, when Soph goes with him. So I think he really, really enjoys he's dead happy in there, he loves water. He really does love water. I'm gonna speak up after time later, but he, he he's so he's just such a natural in the water. He loves kicking and splashing and and just just being in the water. And I get to go in with him again tomorrow. I haven't been in with him for a few weeks. Not tomorrow. Monday. This episode's coming out today. Recording. I get confused when I record on the Saturday itself. Um. This is so when it comes. So on Monday, I'm going in with him, and I haven't been in with him for a few weeks. So I'm really looking forward to it. Although. I sometimes I feel dead awkward because I, the pool's obviously not very deep and I have to like bend my legs to float around with them and it really hurts my knees um, because I can't stand up but I, I'm going to try a new technique on Monday to see if that helps me so yeah but he does really love his swimming me and so I find it really good as well we think he's learning loads loads of stuff that when we go away with him on holiday that we, we can implement and do every single day while we're away in the water and stuff like that like, like things to help develop him and i am so much more confident about taking him on holiday even now and he's only three months old knowing that every single week for like the last seven weeks he's had a swimming lesson so you just know that no matter what he he's got a few weeks worth of swimming lessons under his belt and he's not just going into the water as a complete novice for the first time on his first holiday so it does make me feel a lot more calmer and settled about our first holiday knowing he has had these swimming lessons and you may sit there listening thinking like what can a baby at that young learn swimming and the answer is pretty much nothing but it's just getting them in the water familiarizing them with the water the safe entry thing like i mentioned learning that and like within the lessons like you're floating around and they're grabbing objects and stuff and then they'll have like um, flotation devices that they grab and like you're just holding the belly so like they're floating with it and then obviously eventually they'll learn to kick and Leo because he just loves the water does kick sometimes and I think he eventually he'll click on like if I kick I go faster and it's just <clears throat> you're developing them at such a slow pace because I'm sure it says on, on the swim website that I think it's four or five when reckon that they would have developed the majority of the strokes and that's not just from crawl and breaststroke either they're talking backstroke butterfly like they teach them every single stroke as as they develop and but obviously at this age you're not really learning strokes just when you say swimming lesson it's not like he's going and i'm doing a front crawl length of the pool and getting his timing down if it's just more about being familiar in the water and knowing how to enter the water safely and how to be safe in the water and i do think that the program that we have chosen which is the swim program which i've mentioned on a few episodes i do think it's very good for that so we're getting loads out of it i know when we go on holiday loads of things that we've learned we'll implement in the pools and stuff so i think it's fantastic um i am gutted because the teacher in there goes off on maternity leave i think it's from this week so there's going to be a new teacher so i am gutted that it's not the same person because she's been boss but 
that I haven't met the new person yet, so she might just be as ju- be just as great. So I can speak on about that next week about how like the new teacher is, if it's the same, if I'm still getting the same vibe off it. Because at the minute I love it and couldn't recommend it to enough people. Like people who say to us, "Oh, would you take Leo swimming with?" And we we'll tell them we we really would recommend it. It's that good, and I know that. A few people and a few of our friends have said like, oh, they were probably going to look taking their own children down because of how well we speak about it. I think it's fantastic. Um, and that, again, isn't everywhere. It's a relatively new brand from Rebecca Adlington. So, again, just have a little look what, what's in your area. Um, there might not be the swim brand that we use, like I said, with the sensory, but there probably will be swimming lessons for babies in your area. And, again, I'd, it's something I'd recommend, especially if... You want to like take them away and stuff like that. You're just gonna feel safer with them in the water, having known that they've done a lot of swimming lessons before your holiday and stuff. So, I definitely, definitely, definitely recommend it. And then, yeah, we'll move on to to the main topic of the podcast about them growing up so fast. It's so scary, you know. It, it it's so scary. Like Leo is four months old on the twelfth. So in 10 days, he's four months old, which is really, really scary, to be honest. Like, me and Sophie were speaking about it the other day. She's pretty much at, like, the halfway point of her maternity and, and stuff like that, which is scary. Because when she first got off, she she didn't want it. She was dreading being off for nine months, which said that she's getting used to it now. Um, So she's obviously dreading that she's got to go back to work and stuff and having to leave Leo in the day and and things like that. Um. Because that'll come round before we know it, because she's nearly at the halfway point. So, what we've lived for the past four months, we lived that again, and it feels like not. And by the way, it feels like he was born last week, and then like so far we be back in work, and it's pretty much like back to reality, really. Then, um, and obviously like sorting like nurseries out and and stuff, which we don't really need to put them in, but we're going to just again to continue with development. I think it's brilliant to have the babies interacting with other babies and learning from people whose career is to develop babies. So um, we're going to put him in the nursery one day a week. But it's just scary to think that he's four months old in 10 days. Like, I just can't wrap my head around it. Um, that's why I'm like, the, the episode next week is going to be like a little special edition recapping the first four months of his life because it's like a third of his life lived like third a third of his first year of life lived in 10 days so next week's episode is going to be like a little little um quarter podcast of all my best memories from his last four months but so i'll save i'll save like all the best memories till then but some of the things that he's doing now it just feels like he was just like a newborn a dead floppy newborn like a week ago and like he's nearly sitting up on his own now Um, like when he sits up he'll like hold your fingers with his hands but now he's stopped holding it with one hand and just holds it with one and i feel like eventually he's just gonna let go of the other hand and just sit there like he's getting so so close to it but he, and he's wanting to stand up all the time like when you hold him he's like pushing his legs out to like stand up so then when you stand him up he's like proper smiling and dead happy and laughing at himself and the other day we were sat in our room and like we he, want, he was like pushing up so we like, had hold of him and like put his feet onto the floor and he reached out and grabbed onto his onto his next to me, and just like so we we like loosened our like hold a little bit, and he was just stood there, dead happy, smiling to himself, and I'm sat there like you're not even four months old, Leo, and you're wanting to stand up, and you can you can stand up. It 
it's crazy. Like his legs are so strong. Um, I'm not saying every baby, obviously every single baby develops differently. So please, please don't listen to this. And if you've got a child yourself and when they're like four months old going, well, they're showing no signs of sitting up. Oh my God, please, please don't do that. And that's one downfall to Miss Rachel. She always puts these things on the video in the corner, like this many months to this many months, they should say the first word. This many months to this many months, they should be doing this. And I feel like people look at that and if their babies aren't hitting their milestones, like, oh my God, they're not hitting milestones. Like, what shall we do? Don't follow what other people's milestones are because every baby is so, so different. Like, they, some babies teeth at like three, four months and Leo's looks like he's going to start teething soon the way he, I'll talk about in a sec. But... And someone's baby could not grow the first two for six months. Like Leo's sitting up on his own and for like three months old. Some babies might not for five months. So please don't listen to this and think like my child needs to be hitting the same milestones Leo is. Uh, every child hits milestones differently. I just want to speak about the ones that Leo's been hitting. Um, but yeah, he's just like sitting up on his own. He's wanting to stand up and he's really grabbing things now. So if you put something like in his view he will try and grab it so like as toys now if you like put it towards his hand he'll grab it and just sit there like rattle shaking them for ages and he's dead happy doing it and then he's got a toy that's like a mirror and he just sits there and holds it and looks at himself for ages he's so vain but like it's just he's just wanting to grab things and and stuff and he's like really using his hands more now like we've got this chair thing he sits in and it's got like a little piano in front of him and he just sits there banging the piano but he's dead happy because he knows like his bangs making a mad noise though he doesn't he can't describe explain how he's doing it and it just he's boss with it and it's got like, like these other little sensory things on it and he i'll speak about that in a minute to be fair because i want to recommend it but it he just loves sitting in that and like he loves this other piano toy again to be put down in a minute um i'm just mentioning them because it's just things that like i'm imagining him like, hitting and banging and what he's developing with but the two very very good things we've bought so i want to mention them when like the little tip section before the end um and yeah he, he's trying really really hard to talk as well like if you say something like ah oh, yeah he's he, he shouts back like ah and stuff and, and you know, he smiles at himself and you can see he really is trying to talk does get a bit frustrated sometimes because like you can see that he wants to talk but he, he doesn't know how to and then so we're like try and talk and then because you don't like you just like not answer him and back probably in his brain what he wants to be answered back like he'll then just have a little cry like i went to him the other day ah oh, yeah and he was like ah. and i was like you're right leo and he just starts crying and it's just like he does get a little bit frustrated um so i can't wait till he can talk because then i think that's his only frustration in life um but yeah he's settling so 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 well as well of a night time like really well been sleeping for like eight hours every night and me and Soph have always said we know we are incredibly lucky with Leo from day one he's always went four hours between feeds we've not had touch wood it doesn't change we've not had a baby like Leo's not been one of them babies who wants feeding every hour on the hour he's always went four hours and then now he goes a full eight hours of a night so but it's eight hours from his bottle probably around 8 9 p.m he, if you go to bed at that time he'll sleep eight hours and be up at four or if you go to bed and then what we've been doing like we've done it last night was like woke him at 12 to feed him again and then he was sleeping right through then till eight so like we went to bed at like 10 so then so actually getting a full proper good night's sleep because i sat up till 12 then 
fed him at 12 and then he didn't wake up then till like 8 o'clock this morning which is a lot better and Soph's getting his sleep back again which is is good um, and we were sleeping all night and it's just brilliant really to see him do a full night and consistently because he'd done his first one about 10, 11 days ago and we've then the next night he didn't have a full night and we were like oh probably just a, a one off but then the next night after that and every night since then it's been eight hours exactly every single night so we're very incredibly lucky and again don't don't listen to me and think oh why is my baby not sleeping the night at, at three four months old and um, because again every baby's different like one of my mates babies still has night feeds now and, and like i'm just meeting my sister's baby has a night feed as well and she's one so leo doesn't i mean unless you count on midnight as a night feed but me and Sophie never used to go to bed till around then anyway so so was that's not a night feed i suppose everyone's routine is different so we go to bed like eight o'clock so they class midnight as a night feed so was it's not a night feed at any time from midnight till 8am and he's not having one so it, it's it's he's been doing really really well he doesn't really sleep in the daytime now and um, because obviously he's getting a full eight hours every night uninterrupted so he's not really napping for like a few hours in the daytime when he naps in the daytime it's like 20 30 minute power naps and he probably has two or three of them a day so he's not really sleeping in the day anymore and um, so you've got to like obviously fulfill his days more so now than before because he had just like have his bottle he'd watch like play with some of his toys in his little sensory gym or watch miss rachel and fall asleep and, and things like that so now he's awake more so you've got to ent entertain him more and he's getting into that like that area of development but I prefer that, like being able, being him being awake in the daytime and being able to entertain him and then sleeping all night. I think it, I think it just gets his days and nights structured and in order, really, rather than him still not knowing what's daytime and what's nighttime. So he he's very awake in the day, but very very sleepy at night, which is is perfect, really, considering he's only he's only four months next week to have that already. He's fantastic for me and so really is and. He loves bath time as well. I mean, he's always liked the bath, really, but we used to have one of like, sit bath things um, that it is in a bath like, from when he's a newborn. And then a few weeks ago, we like, thought he's, he's quite big, Leo, for his, his age, to be fair. He's quite long, and we just decided, oh, we're going to try him in the proper bath, just lie him in the bath and like splash the water with him and, and wash him that way. And he loves it. He absolutely loves it. I wish we would have done it from day one, to be honest you. You put him in the bath and straight away his face lights up and he's kicking his legs and he's throwing his arms about like really really enjoying him and shouting and he's just dead happy when he's in the bath so that it's it's boss and i know that there is kids who, who really hate bath time and i really do feel for any parent who goes through that because we've been so lucky with with leo he's always just tucked to the water and being brilliant in it and I think bath time's so much easier in the bath than it is in one of them sit-up chair things that you can buy because we had one of them and you're constantly having to like move him forward to wash his back and, and things like that. And then you, you've got to keep him forward while you're rinsing the water off where when he's just lying in the bath, it just makes things so, so, so much, much easier for me. So I, I would recommend the bath, but we didn't put Leo in it until he was about, I think he was about two and a half months old i think i mentioned it on the last episode where my sister put her baby in the bath from from birth really so again it just depends what what stage you want to do it but since we've done it i do wish i would have done it sooner i think he absolutely loves it and it would have been nice from sort of loved bath time his whole life so 
yeah, it's, again, every baby's different, so don't just like do it at your own speed, sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I'll talk about some tips. I haven't had that many the past few weeks because we haven't really like, got anything new or tried anything new. But in the since the last episode, in the last three weeks, we actually have because so like I'd sent my mum a video of him playing this little piano toy that I was on about before, like banging it and proper dead happy because it was making a noise. And my mum sent me some like sensory like you lie down it's got, like a sensory gym thing above the like, where the hands are but then at the bottom where the feet go it's like a foot piano so like when you kick it with the feet it makes noises uh, and asked her like should should she get it for leo because like he, he loved the noises that the little mini piano was making so i said yeah and it come and leo absolutely loves it like and i mean loves it like when he's on there he because he can use his hands to grab the things above his head and like shake them and obviously they like rattle so they make the noises that he's used to with from his normal sensory gym but then when he kicks his feet rather than just kicking his feet to not and now as he's kicking it it's obviously hitting the button on the piano which is then playing music or you can change the settings with actually like a piano so each kick like if he does the same kick in the same direction it's the same sound but if he moves his foot it's a different sound like a normal piano would be so we change the settings and he's just like kicking away loving the, the sounds that comes off it it's really 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 good like it's one of the the best little sensory activities that i think leo has and has done in his little life and i, I would recommend it to be honest um i'll have a look now i'll get the message off my mum. i'll have a look how much it was exactly uh, and I'll put it in, in that link tree thing that is in the bio where I put the um, the nubby warmer. Um, it was $27.95 on Amazon. And it's just a baby play mat. It's like a kick and play piano. It's got an activity gym. Makes loads of noise. It's very, very loud, just, just so you know. And it's got like all little different rattle pendants. A mirror as well hangs down from the middle of like the sensory gym. So it's like right above the face so he can just sit like looking at himself because I'm telling you now, there's not a more vain than a new baby. They love looking at themselves. Uh, and it's just, they're good. And it's, it's you can like fold it away into, it fits into a backpack because it breaks it away into so many small, not small parts, but it's like, I think it's like five parts, but they're not massive. So you can fit into a backpack. So if you were going somewhere and you know you're, say you were going to your parents and you know you're going to be there for a few hours, you could put it in the backpack and, and take it and it, it, it's able to keep them entertained. I know my sister got had one and she took hers on holiday with her so that in the daytime if the baby got fed up or like being in like the pool and, and stuff, they could take that, like, take the baby up into the room and they had that there for her to play on and it, it helped fill the days where when you're abroad and there's with a young baby and there's not stuff like the kids clubs and that wouldn't, wouldn't really satisfy a baby that young so i know she took hers away that's how small it does go and it's really really good to be honest I, i'd honestly recommend it to anyone so i will put it in the link tree i only ever put things that i'd recommend and stuff that i use myself in that link tree and that's in the bio just so if people are interested in the things that i talk about on the podcast rather than scouring the internet to see was it that one he was on about was it that one he was on about i just put the link there for you to click it's not like not an ad um, it's not sponsored by these companies it's just me saying listen i think this is good here's a link if you want to if you want to um go and get one so I, I don't care if you buy one or don't to be honest but i think that it was very 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 good and i am very thankful at me for me mum for buying leo that um because he absolutely loves it and i'm sure he'll he'll eventually in his life when he can talk thank his nan himself because he 
he does proper love it to be honest like it it's boss to see um how much he, he enjoys playing on it and then we got another thing as well it's like a sit-up chair um i seen it i think it was like an instagram advert this is a little bit more expensive uh, at the minute it's 45 pound i got it on offer though for 30 pound literally like two weeks ago and it's just a um like a growing baby booster seat chair activity thing but as they get a bit older uh they, it can like be strapped onto your dining chair as well um so if you like, say you want the baby to like, be sat at the table which is you can uh, rather than a high chair and I got it because I had read that it was good to have chairs like this because it gets your baby used to sitting in that position with the legs slightly open for potty training later down the line. Um, and it, it, it had fantastic on Amazon. It's got it's rated 4.6 out of 5 with 9,730 reviews. So it, it's very, very, very well thought of. Um, and it's got like loads of stuff on it. It's like a little mirror and these things are turning and it makes a noise. This other thing that makes a noise, like a little piano built into it, then like her, um, I can't even think what the name, like, what the name of the toy is. It's like, have you played that thing where it, you have like a metal, like the, um, that, that game where you've got to like get the metal stick round the wires, and if it touches the wire, it like vibrates and you lose. It's like that, but obviously not a vibrating one for a baby. It's like that, that sort of philosophy, like just these circles on like a little plastic thing that they can move. And it's it's very good. It, it says it's a booster seat, a convertible dining chair, um, adjustable in size. It also the toy bit that is in front of them, you can open it so it pulls to the sides and then it that like leaves like a tray. So if they're having like snacks when they're a bit old, like fruit or like the little crisp things babies have, you can just open if they're sat in that, you can just open the toys away while they eat, but then they can still like turn to the left and all the right and they've got the toys to occupy them if they wanted. So it's very, very, very good, to be honest with you. Like, I really, really, really like it. It's one of the best things I think I've bought Leo in his three months of life. Up there with the nubby warmer, which we'll talk I want to talk about again in a minute, to be honest. But this is very, very, very good. I don't think I'd say go and get it at £45. But I'll put the link in the bio, though, if you are interested. But I got it for, I think it was £34.99 I got it for literally like a week ago. And it's now £45. So I do think it'll probably drop again. Um, so maybe it's one to add to your basket and leave it there until it drops and then get it. But it's it's so so good, made by Infantino. Um, don't know if that's a good brand. I just really like that. I think Mamas and Papas do one similar as well. But I think when I was looking, I'm sure that was about sixty pounds, and I was like, I'm not paying that for for it. You don't even know if you like it. Um, and that's when I seen this one, and it was on offer, and it's very very good. I honestly think it's a, it's one of the best things I've bought. So I'd recommend it massively to absolutely everyone um but not for 45 quid don't go and spend that much money on it but i'll put it in the bio for if it ever does go down people want to want to have a look definitely check it out and i've just mentioned the nubby bottle warmer just want to like give that more love I, I can't believe how amazing it is like it someone said to me how much i've spoke about it like am i sponsored by nubby and i just want to put out their context no i'm not i don't know anyone at nubby no one at nubby probably knows me um I just think it's the best product ever invented for bottles, ever. Like, I don't think there's everyone who have, like, even me mum, who's had three kids, as she started telling people how amazing it is, like, one of her friend's daughters having a child in a month or so, 
and she said to them like oh you need to get this nubby warmer on Matthew you got it it's fantastic and that's how good it is like it's it's everyone who sees it goes what's that as you're making a bottle and you're like oh it's, it's to make a fresh bottle and they watch you doing and like obviously you're pouring the roasting hot water into it and then you're adding the powder and then you put it in the rapid cool and you pour it out and they're like nah that's definitely too hot because you've seen the steam coming off the water when you made it and they feel it and they're amazed that this little contraption can cool it down and it's safe and it it's so 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 good it's worth every penny I did mention on the podcast when I first spoke about it, it's a bit more on the pricey side. I think it's about forty, fifty pounds. But honestly, it's the best forty, fifty pounds you'll ever spend, and you'll use it so, so much more than you think you'd use it. So we've noticed it loads lately. Going so fun to sensory the other day, and then went to a mum straight after and didn't have to worry about a bottle. So she just took the nubby and just made a fresh bottle, and it's good for the baby as well, rather than us making the bottle. And then putting them in the bottle warmers, like bag things that last like an hour, two hours, and then he's having it and it's like lukewarm. It's as fresh as I'm having it off the prep machine, really. So I definitely, definitely, definitely recommend it to everyone. And I just feel like it's something that I need to mention every few episodes. So if there's any new listeners and you don't know what I'm talking about, go and check out the Nubby Bottle Rapid Cool. It's so, so, so good. You honestly will make your life so much easier when you go on days out. Like we're going to Blue Planet Aquarium next weekend. Like, there's no stress about where we're, how we're gonna feed him if we do a feed because we thought we'll just take it we take it everywhere whether he wants it or not is a different question sometimes he doesn't want the feed sometimes he does and if he does you can make him a fresh bottle and it's it's perfect temperature for him so definitely 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 go and get one and the last little tip i'd say is let your baby have the toes out more i think i seen a video on I think it was Instagram Reels saying like how good it is for babies to have the toes out and not always being a baby grow and it, it helps them develop more because like they, they feel more things with the toes and stuff. And since we've started putting Leo in baby grows where his feet are out in the daytime or if he's if he's like in an outfit when he gets home and stuff taking his socks off so his his feet are just out in the house. That since he's like he's wanted to stand and he's pushing his legs out and feeling things with his toes and. I think it's helped them develop loads, letting them have his toes out more. And usually people are like always in baby goes and the hands and the feet are covered constantly as babies. We've always had Leo's hands out. Yeah, he scratches himself a few times if his nails are a little bit long, but you can deal with a little scratch on his face if they're developing more. And I think that's the philosophy me and Stoke have both stuck to really, that a little scratch is not and like he likes to grab things and reach things and touch things with his hands and that. So why have them covered up? And it's the same for his feet, honestly. You'd, when you go and buy baby grows, automatically you just buy the ones with feet in. But if you if you haven't yet or if you're due a baby, definitely go and, and get some where the toes are out and let them just have the toes out in the daytime a little bit more than you would usually. Because I think it's aided Leo coming on loads, to be honest. And I think it's aided him the curiosity to stand and use his feet because they're not covered and he doesn't feel nothing on them. So... That's a tip I'd definitely give, and I wish I had the original video that i seen to talk about and, and tell you how amazing it is, uh, and, and give them some love, but I genuinely, it was, I was like, it was like one o'clock in the morning after I'd just fed Leo the other week, and I was scrolling through Instagram and seeing it, so we tried it, and it, it really, really helped, so I'd recommend it to everyone, honestly, definitely, definitely let your baby have the hands and toes out more, but... That is the all there is really to mention. I thought this episode would go on for like an hour, two hours because he hadn't done one for three weeks, but 
it's just flowed, hasn't it? Like there's pretty much the same stuff every week for Rio, but obviously like with my graduation, changing swimming teachers, a second lot of needles and like, growing up so fast and now it's it's also just flows off the tip of the tongue. Um <clears throat> there's not much more really to add. I mean, next week we he will be the four month episode where I'm just gonna talk about everything from birth to four months, what to expect, what I wish I knew sooner. Um, if there was anything I'd do differently, things like that, because it is like a third of a year. So I do want to just have like a third of the year recap and I'll do another one of eight months and then we'll do a one year, ep- like one year old episode as well. So that is coming next week. Um, might touch on the fact that we're probably a few days away next week from his last set of needles before he's won. I'll let you know what the new swimming teacher's like and if we still feel like the swim brand is, is as good as we think it is and it's not just the teacher being amazing and and that's like perceiving us. Um, and I'm also next week going to touch on holidays for you and your little one, like when and where, because me and Soph have been looking. And obviously we want to do the the ones like Disneyland Paris and we want to go to like uh, Lapland. But it, it decide on what age will be the most beneficial where Leo would love the parades or love meeting the characters or in Lapland he'd know what Santa is and know the reindeers and stuff and like be so happy to meet them so to speak um so i'm going to speak about that next week and leave it out there for use and to get in touch with comments and any of the episodes over the next week and let me know like what age you think's perfect to take kids away when and where to choose family hotels more relaxing hotels because as long as it's got a pool you're sorted so to speak or a family hotels like kids entertainment essential let me know I'm going to speak about it next week and if you're what you let me know I'll, I'll be mentioning your comments and saying well this viewer said this um and we'll just go go from there with it but yeah we will leave it there for today just under an hour hope i haven't bored you too much um we'll be back next week i promise you there won't be any gaps i should really like know if there's a gap and let you know i've said that one a few times when i've missed an episode but there shouldn't be any gaps liverpool aren't in any cup finals there's no stag dues coming up um so I will be back next week and we will also have me little sister's christening tomorrow so I'll have that to speak about on next week's episode how Leo was in the christening and with so many people and so much attention um, on babies for the day and stuff I'm really looking forward to it to be honest and obviously Leo is christening soon so uh, it'll be nice just to see all the family and stuff and like there's family members who still haven't met Leo who I can't wait to meet him so I'm looking forward to that tomorrow so I'll talk about that next week but before we go, don't forget to follow us on everything. Our links to all of our social media is in that link tree bio, along with the Amazon links to things that I've spoken about in the podcast, like the top recommendations, like the, nub- the nubby warmer, and I'm going to put this piano chair and the sit-up thing in it as well. Um, but everything is in the link tree. Just go on Instagram and type in, tell us for the first time, Dad, and it'll come up, same with TikTok. But if you just want the easy use, click the link tree. All the links are there, and you can click them and follow us there. And please, please do follow us. I'm loving the little community this podcast's growing around the world as well. I think we're up to 16 countries that people listen to it regularly now, which is is just mind-blowing. So thank you to every single person who takes time out today to listen to me waffle on about my son. It means the absolute world to me. But I have been Massey. I am the first time dad and these are my tales. We'll be back next week. But thank you so much for listening. And yeah, I'll see you in a bit.